What's up, everybody, and welcome to What the Funcast, episode 64, recorded and released today, November 8th, 2019. Did the Hesitating. suspense kill you, Ahmed? It's killed you. It did. I didn't you. know what day it was. I was panicked. What if it was November 9th? I don't know. Who knows? Anyways, I'm one of your hosts, Paul, and joining me is the one, the only, Dr. Sleep himself, Ahmed. <laughs> I'm not Dr. Sleep. You're Dr. Sleep today. I am Dr. Sleep. I'm Big Sleep today. Speaking of Dr. Sleep, going to see Dr. Sleep tonight. Very excited. Got to watch The Shining first, though, because I'll be honest. I watched that movie like one time on bootleg like 10 years ago. I don't remember anything. Really? You've seen it before? I have, but I like it was so bad quality that like I couldn't see the end scene. It was just like black because it was so dark. And I'm like, hmm, okay. Well, oh, my God. Looks great, I think. What kind of bootleg was this? I mean, the movie. I don't remember. The movie's old. You should have been able to get it pretty easily. I don't know why I downloaded like some whack-ass cinema screening copy i really can't tell you i don't have these answers mm. it is what it is anyway so this week we're starting off the episode with some tongue twisters because ahmed <laughs> likes to uh prepare before he goes on the unofficial air so I don't stumble starts, on my words because he's like mommy made me match my m&ms and he sits there talking to himself I'm like ahmed you're weird i am so he he found a whole list of vocal warm-up tongue twisters this one comes from spiritsound.com <laughs> Slash twisters.html. <laughs> this one comes from... All right, Ahmed. I think you should do the box of biscuits again. <laughs> okay. So the first one is the tip of the... The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. Sure. And then the next one is... Okay. A box of biscuits. A box of mixed biscuits and a biscuit mixer. A box of biscuits. A box of mixed mix- <laughs> You do it. It's so hard. <laughs> A box of biscuits, a box of mixed biscuits, a biscuit mixer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Try it. You're he said a box of mixed biscuits. <laughs> Try it. Try it. A, a box of biscuits, a box of mixed biscuits, and a biscuit. <laughs> Why is that so hard? A what about the next one? A box of biscuits, a box of mixed biscuits, and a biscuit mixer. Mis- <laughs> I still I'm saying it's slow. Ugh. Should saucy one. sharks seek shelter soon? That one's not hard. The sixth, um, six, chic. Those aren't even real words. Which one? The sixth, the sixth, sick, sheiks, six, sheeps, sick. What? <laughs> the sixth, even... the sixth, sick, sheiks, sixth, sheeps, sick? That's not. That's silly. She what sits else? and shines shoes, and when she sits, she shines all day. Mm, I don't know about all that. Anyways, when I say, and when she shits. <laughs> Round the skunk. rugged rocks, the ragged rascals ran. That one's easy. Ours a skunk easy. sat on a stump. The skunk thought the sk- stump skunk. Stump, <laughs> the, the stump, the stump skunk. Stunk. Oh my god. Anyways. The stump thought the skunk stunk. The skunk's drunk. I think the tip of the tongue to the lips is a nice, good one for enunciating those weird... Here it is. Wait, they, what about this one? Particularly big... good for achieving a crisp frontal placement of consonants. Hmm. Okay. A big black bug bit a big black bear, and the big black bear bear bled blood. Those are fine. It's the the X and the S. Those are like weird. When Tweedle Beetles battle with paddles in a puddle, they call it a Tweedle Beetle Puddle Paddle Battle. So that's easy. <laughs> You know New York, you need New York, you know you need unique New York. Unique New York, that's a that's another like common one you see in movies like unique New York. It's good what for movie? when you're about to do a presentation. I don't know, it was in a TV show or something. I I promise you. 
Okay. The tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips specifically is from Letterkenny. Oh. But. Any noise annoys an oyster. But a noisy noise annoys an oyster moist. Most. Noise an oyster what? That who? Moist. Mm. Roscoe the rum runner rubbed out Rudy the rat for ruining his rum running receipts. Receipts? Why is receipts in there? Oh, that one's hard. Hold on. Thistle sticks, 66,000 and six thistles no that one's like it's not that hard whatever what about the next one i don't even know how to pronounce that (laughs) thophilus thistle the thistle sifter thrust a thousand thistles through the thick of his thumb that's fine anyways we're done which witch whined when the wine was spilled on the wailing whale sure i don't care for your wit or whims said warren (laughs) wharton now that we've spent five minutes doing tongue twisters what have you been up to uh, I saw Midway earlier this week in an early screening, and it was funny. Um, they sent out the screening, and usually when they send out these screening emails, it's like, if you don't open your email within two minutes, it's sold out. I opened it ten minutes later, and it wasn't sold out, and I was like, cool. I got two tickets, and me and our friend Carla went, and so, or like, and I texted her, and I was like, let's go tonight, and she's like, cool, because it was for that night. Um, four hours later, they sent another round of the tickets again, basically like begging people to come. When I went, tell you when we went to that screening, it was like, I don't know, maybe 50 other people total. I was like, Ooh, anyways, really screenings like packed to the, like to the brim, but yeah, it wasn't very popular and I don't know. It was a fine movie. I guess it wasn't bad. I gave it a, uh, I gave it a two and a half out of five. (laughs) So that's, that's a bad movie. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. Like, it was just, I don't know, it's a loud war movie. There's explosions. It's, I don't know. It's very, like, there's no emotional connection to any of the characters. Like, there's no characterization. It really is a by the books. Like, this is what happened. These planes flew here, and they exploded, and blah, 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 and crashed, and people died, and okay. That's it. You're like, oh, all right. Like, Nick Jonas is in it for five minutes. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) He's literally in it for five minutes for being, like, so high on on the poster, so large on the poster. Interesting. Um, but yeah, saw Midway. And then, better news, I saw Parasite finally on Wednesday. And holy shit. Like, I cannot get over how good that movie was. Like, genuinely one of the best movies of the year. It was so ridiculously good. Like, I went in blind. I didn't know anything. It's a Korean language movie. Um, but it's like part comedy, part like thriller, part like. I don't even know how to describe it without spoiling, so I just won't, because you should definitely go see it and see it blind. It is, like, absolutely insane. Like, you think it's going to be one thing, and then it completely, like, I don't know, slaps you in the face midway through, and you're like, holy shit, and you're just at the edge of your seat for the rest of the movie. It is bananas how good it is. Highly, highly, highly recommended. 10 out of 10, 5 out of 5. Excellent, excellent film. And yeah, I played Luigi's Mansion 3. How is that? Pretty good. I like it. Um, it's a little bit... It doesn't feel as polished as most like first-party Nintendo games. Um, just like... I don't know. feels a little like a side game, but I don't know. The combat still feels great. It's very much the same as it was in the previous games. Or previous game. I've only ever played the GameCube one. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's good. I like it a lot. It's addicting. Interesting. It is addicting? That's, that's it interesting. is. Yeah, it's not like, I don't know, it's just very satisfying vacuuming up all the money that you can find. And there's so much money everywhere. It's like, ooh, a trash can? Like, gold. 
That's fine. <laughs> Literal like blocks of gold, and you're like, oh, okay. You're trying to find some money? Just vacuum the trash can. Literally, trash cans. There's like money inside foods. You'll vacuum up a bird, and like money comes out. You'll vacuum up spiders, and money comes out. You're like, oh, okay. I'm glad all these spiders are richer than me. <laughs> they literally so like not even just coins like actual bills like green bills come out of these spiders I'm like where did you have pockets green bills oh my god I'm not even kidding that's how all those games have been though yeah no it's a lot of fun though I like it um, and it's not too hard I'm progressing fairly quickly like I'm I guess I've only put like four or five hours into it and uh, I I want to say I'm halfway through based on my progress in the elevator so your progress is measured by like in the mansion, there's all these, like, levels in the elevator, but all the elevator buttons are missing. So as you progress and you beat these, like, giant ghost bosses, you get new elevator buttons to um, to put in the elevator hmm. and access new new areas. So about, like, halfway through. How many how many hours do you have in? Like five-ish. Interesting. Yeah. So it's pretty quick, but you can... There's a lot of replayability because there's, like, all these hidden gems in the different areas. Mm-hmm. For different levels, um, there's, I think there's six gems per floor, um, so you can definitely like spend a lot of time trying to f- hunt for those, or you can just look up a walkthrough if you really want to. But I haven't tried the multiplayer aspect yet, which I'm assuming extends replayability a little bit. Yeah, I, I heard that the multiplayer <laughs> is fun, so we could try it. Have you not started the game at all yet? I just I just got it on Wednesday. It finally came in. So I remember I was telling you I ordered off Target and we were saying how Target's not punctual at all. Yes. Yeah. So they were like, it'll be there Monday. Then like, mm, never mind Tuesday. And they're like, mm, never mind Wednesday. <laughs> My God. That's so frustrating. And then by the time it showed up, I'm like, I haven't had a chance. So I'm like literally sitting here trying to open it, struggling because it's like peeling in my hands and I can't get the stupid wrapper off. <laughs> but I do want to not blow through it quickly, but I do want to try to get it get through it fairly quickly because pokemon comes out next friday as does star wars Ooh, remember that i'm gonna be oh i'm not gonna be here for star wars day huh wow rest in peace to me a fake fan where will you be i will be in paris as they say oui oui hon, hon. Uh, my new job is sending me to paris so that's very exciting so in addition to that there'll be no new episode next week wow fake FYI. i'll record without you good do it you won't I, you're right i probably won't <laughs> fine can you imagine just talking to yourself like okay well um here's the news i hope you guys are having a good time i yeah i i don't know i i've watched a couple times i've watched some of these videos where people just talk to themselves I'm like hmm it's just so weird like i well so i was reading this article and if i can find it again i'll cite it i think it may have been on like neogaf or something but um i guess the one of the guys that one of the developers for sonic mania um did this whole like video just talking you know talking to the audience right for 17 minutes talking about how you know sonic mania like he was just a milestone developer and this and that and like he's been having a really tough time because he started a kickstarter the goal was like for a new game of his own and it was like the kickstarter goal was two hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, and he raised like i don't know five percent of that and then oh, like no. yeah like there's no longevity to it like there's no path forward like the momentum has died down and i don't know he put out this like really sad video but anyways i watched a little bit of it and i'm like hmm, this would talking to myself would sound like so <laughs> that was a really long-winded way yeah i know well, the whole story anyways talking to myself is weird. i talk to myself all the time on my instagram that's fine i mean yeah but i feel like that's different than like hosting a whole podcast like yeah no podcast so, is uh, definitely okay different. 
moving up to um, Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah, the game is good. <laughs> Wouldn't you say, Paul? <laughs> yeah, Paul, that's a pretty good one. Oh I mean, what am I supposed to say? I don't know. <laughs> it's true. No. Yeah, no, I like the that we can riff off each other. We can do what? Riff off each other. I heard riff off or something. I don't know what I heard. Anyways, I'm <laughs> deaf. Like, you okay? Don't mind me. Speaking of deaf, who'd you uh, who'd you go see in uh, concert? I thought you were going to say Deaf Stranding. Anyways, <laughs> no. um, we saw Simple Plan and We the Kings and State Champs, and it was a lot of fun. Very exciting. That was like I, last Monday or something, wasn't it? Or this uh, past Monday? No, it was this past Monday, yeah. So it was Monday the 4th, I think is what it was. Yeah, the 4th. So we went and go saw them. We went to go see them, and um, yeah, I, it was funny. I was in the car, and I was like, hmm, I can't remember the last time I've been to a real singing, talking, band playing concert. <laughs> singing, talking. And, like not uh, a DJ concert. Yeah, and Lauren, well, we saw, Lauren and I saw Maroon 5 not too long ago, I guess. But yeah, so we did that this year. And then, yeah, but this was a lot of fun. But it was like on a Monday night, and doors opened at 6. Opening act was on for like 35 minutes, and then We the Kings came out, and then State Champs and Simple Plan. By the time we got home, it was like midnight, so I was like, hmm, I love this. That's perfect. Yeah. As opposed to EDM shows, they're like, 1 a.m.? All right, let's bring out the headliner. Well, no, 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 yeah, it's like doors at 10, you're like, oh, okay, they'll probably come up by like 11, 11.30, and it's like 1, and you're like, I need water, and then the club's like, hmm, $10, please, and then... What the hell? Yeah, yeah. so, but yeah, that was a lot of fun, so we did that on Monday. Um, they are really good, so I didn't know State Champs too well, they were really good. Um, it's kind of tough, though, because like, if you don't know the songs that they're playing, it's, it's like everybody's singing along, and you're it. like, you're like, hmm... I don't know these songs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, but it was still, I knew a few of their songs, so the, the ones I knew were enjoyable. Uh, we the Kings were, are pretty much like the only song that I know of them, or one of the main songs I know of them is Check Yes Juliet. So, oh, yeah, remember that song? Yeah. But then um, State Champs did Stitches, and Stitches is like a pretty popular song, Stitches. and they didn't play it. Um, you would know it if, oh, anyways, I take that back. I'm sorry. They did a cover of Stitches. Yeah, I was like, Shawn so Mendes? they do. Yeah, no. I, so I totally mixed it up. So they did. Um, they do covers, but they didn't really do too many covers. So they did. Uh, it's funny because we, we were looking them up before the concert. So it's yeah. like this way we're you know we know what's going on. Yeah, and they you do have a lot like of covers. A vague idea. So Stitches is their number three song on Spotify, which isn't even their song. It's just a cover of it. But then um, that song "Real World." You would recognize it if I played it. I'm trying to play it, and Spotify said, hmm, what if I didn't? Here. Do you know the song? You probably know the song. Um, here. I have no idea what the song is. Really? Maybe if you listen to the whole thing, you would know. But anyways. I don't know. Maybe if you got to the chorus, but whatever. They, uh, they did it up Real World. Real world, okay. Yeah, they did a cover of that, and I knew that song. I'm like, oh, I know one of their songs. And then Bella was like, hmm, they do a lot of covers. I was like, oh, anyways. <laughs> so, Simple Plan, though, Lauren loves Simple Plan and, like, knows one of their older albums, like, by heart, head to toe, back to back, like, Have every they word. released new music, or was it, like, yeah, a touring for they new have. music? Okay. So, what was really cool was Simple Plan released a song called Where I Belong, and it's with State Champs and with We the Kings. So, oh, that's cute. What, when they performed it, like the lead singer of State Champs and Lead the Kings, or Lead the Kings, We the Kings came out 
and they all sang together, and that was really cool. Um, but yeah, they they did a song recently with Sean Paul, and um, Simple Plan and Sean Paul. Yeah. What? Anyways, I don't know. I'm obsessed with Simple Plan all of a sudden. So I am at peak <laughs> levels of emo again. The investment is high. That's fine. Um, That's how yeah. it should be. Should have oh, never changed. I know, right? But yeah, so it was really good, really fun, and uh, good. yeah. What else did I do? I beat Link's Awakening finally. Oh, congratulations! You finally oh my made God. it. Round of applause. It was like, I don't know. Overall, I love 2D Zelda games, but the fact that this one was built off of like a a Game Boy game, you can tell it was built off of a Game Boy game or like remade it from a Game Boy. Is it just very small, basically? Yeah, like the dungeons are. So, some of them are pretty vast and expensive, but a lot of them are just like pretty straightforward. And there's some gotcha. like the last two were so confusing that I literally had to watch a video and go like step by step with the video because I was getting so pissed off. And I'm like, listen, I'm gonna beat this game. <laughs> That's so. Fine. But it was funny because then I beat it and like I have all these other games I could play, but I sat there looking at my Switch like, what do I play? <laughs> wow, I don't know. Not even Overwatch. Fake. Well, yeah, I but I, I yeah I played some Overwatch. What's pissing me off about Overwatch now is as expected. I'm like I have the Junkrat Halloween skin in Switch, but not on PS4, and then it's just irritating me. And it's but annoying. Yeah. It's like it's silly because it's just skins. Like it shouldn't affect gameplay at all. And it doesn't. But it's progress. But at the same time, right? it's annoying. It's progress. That's the problem. So, yes. um, but yeah. It's fine. So I will uh, I will break into Luigi's Mansion three probably over the next week in anticipation of Pokemon and definitely Star Wars. I'll probably try to hit into Pokemon first, but I have that preloaded and ready to go. Yeah, I think since I'm not going to end up getting Star Wars uh, on launch day, I'm just going to end up getting it on PC during like the inevitable Black Friday sales that Steam or whatever store has. I don't even know if it's going to be on Steam or Epic Games, but figure it out. Or no, EA. we talked about it. It's going to be on uh, it's going to be on Steam. Oh, we did? Yeah, we talked about EA Games going to, like, breaking free of the origin bullshit. I'm breaking free. Don't even start. You haven't even seen that movie. You have. Yes, I have. No, you're a liar. I have. Fake fans unite. (laughs) I have. At one point. All right. It's about that time. Let's get into the hot toppies. Hot toppies. I remember. (laughs) Nice. Um, all right, let's jump into our normal Disney slash entertainment um, section here. It's all Disney second. this time. Yeah, well, that's what I was looking. Uh, yes, all right, so let's start with some Frozen 2 reactions. So the world premiere was last night, and uh, there are some reactions here. So this one comes from Collider, who titles their article here, First Frozen 2 Reactions Praise a Darker Sequel with a Worthy Let It Go Successor. So that's pretty good because I kind of had a fear that this was going to flop. Um, let's pull some stuff here. All right, here we go. Uh, Drew Taylor reports loved Frozen 2. This comes from his Twitter account, at Drew Taylor. Loved Frozen 2. It's a darker, more complex, and more emotionally mature story. Continuing everything you love about the first movie and upping the ante while maintaining the intimacy of the original. Gorgeous animation, wonderful new characters, and finally, a Kristoff song. Ooh. That isn't like one minute. Reindeers yeah, know, are better right? than people. Please. That song was the best song on the soundtrack. And then on the flip side here, we've got Scott Mendelson, who says Frozen 2 is good of of not as good as the first. Uh, it looks great and has delightful banter, but the story feels like dark sequel Mad Libs, without the courage of its convictions, with two exceptions. The songs aren't very good. Playing as redundant explain my motivation tunes. 
So it sounds like Scott mm. doesn't enjoy fun. <laughs> wow. He said fun? I hate that. Um, Jason Garacio says Frozen 2 is a worthy sequel, inspiring story. Uh, Elsa rides a water horse, and it's breathtaking. The song Into the Unknown is primed to be Let It Go Like Addictive. Sorry, parents. And there's even an 80s ballad sung by Weezer in the end credits. Get ready. So, I'm hyped. We got tickets. I'm excited. Um, Speaking of Frozen 2 and these reviews, though, um, so this person, Ben Meckler, who I don't actually know... He's a he's a writer, director. He's made a bunch of random stuff, and he's a podcaster. Um, and he so he's verified on Twitter, and he like posted his uh, his route. Or I don't know if he actually po- like saw the movie and posted it, or if he just posted a fake review when everyone else was posting their like Twitter reviews. But um, he tweeted, and all of these uh, outlets, including Yahoo, um, HuffPost, <laughs> IGN, uh, Cinepop, ComicBook.com. Um, USA Today, they all included his tweet in their like review roundups, and his tweet says, Frozen 2 is the rare sequel that surpasses the original. The scope is twice as staggering, the action twice as thrilling, the auto-cannibalism sequence twice as harrowing, <laughs> the songs twice as catchy. Don't think I needed a sequel to Frozen, but it turns out I was very, very wrong. And no one noticed the auto-cannibalism part. They just were like, oh, okay, he said it was good. Let's Do you know what auto-cannibalism means? Yes, eating yourself. Anyways... Did you not know? I no. Well, I just looked it up. That's kind of what I thought, but <laughs> yes, it, it's just very strange. It's like but autobiography yeah. is yeah. writing about yourself. Auto cannibalism is eating yourself. Mm. So uh, yeah, I can't wait for that scene. I think it's Kristoff, probably. Maybe Olaf. <gasps> Do you think it was Olaf? It probably is. Eats eats a snowball. Wow. Maybe you never know. <laughs> Anyways, Frozen Two in theaters November twenty second. Ooh, ooh, maybe it's no. I don't know. I feel like movies always release early in Europe, so maybe I'll get an early screening. But I probably won't be going to a movie theater while in Paris. Um, unrelated to anything freaking of Frozen, um, Star Wars. Let's shift a little gears. So there's a rumor that Hayden Christensen may be coming back to the Rise of Skywalker or to the Star Wars series in the Rise of Skywalker. Um, so this one comes from Esquire. Uh, it goes or it starts. It's still unclear exactly why Star Wars Nine is titled. The Rise of Skywalker. Throughout the eight films of the uh, throughout the eight films of the franchise's main series, we've only met a few actual Skywalkers. In Episode One, there was uh, Shmi Skywalker and her son Anakin. After Anakin returns as Darth Vader in A New Hope, we soon meet his two children, Luke and Leia Skywalker. And then in the recent trilogy, trilogy, we've become acquainted with the latest generation of Moody Skywalkers after meeting Adam Driver's character, Ben Solo, the son of Leia. That's five Skywalkers. So at least one of them is going to rise, quote-unquote, in the uh, big finale to the series. And oddly enough, uh, recent mumblings in the Star Wars fandom are pointing towards Anakin as the Skywalker in question here. It's likely Christensen could just be returning as a Force ghost in Rise of the Skywalker. Um, We saw him show up as a a hazy blue hologram before at the end of Return of the Jedi. Um, But with a title that mentions his last name, something tells me there might be more going on here. So... I don't know. This is all just rumors and speculation, but apparently, because Hayden Christensen has been appearing at more and more Star Wars events recently, um, like he went to Galaxy's Edge and he was at like a fan convention, like doing photo ops and autographs and all fun stuff. So that's, I guess, the uh, the source of the rumor. But who knows? I personally don't yeah. think it'll happen. But 
don't know. There was also well, there was also this thing where uh, he was supposed to be on a panel with uh, the Emperor, the guy who plays the Emperor, Palpatine. So, yeah, and that was like canceled at the request of Disney. So I don't know. There's like possibly spoiled stuff. They, well, there was like possible spoiler speculation or possible speculation. I don't know. It was it was weird. So at any rate, interesting. Interesting. Anyways, yeah. So we'll see. I'm. I was thinking that Rise of Skywalker was going to incorporate something with like Leia and Luke because obviously they both were forced so something. So apparently know. Carrie Fisher. So Leia was supposed to be the last Jedi in Episode Eight. And there's this whole article about it, and that, uh, that's me paraphrasing from one of the articles I saw, but that's the rumor of what it was supposed to be. It may have been confirmed, I don't know. Interesting. She was supposed to be the last Jedi? But I imagine? Well, she passed away, so... Well, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Intour nesting. So, we will soon see, I guess, in just just a little over a month. Yep. Very exciting. Um, speaking of nothing related to that, the writer for Pickle Rick from Rick and Morty is writing for She-Hulk now and leading the writer's room. Um, so this one comes from GameSpot. Uh, While there have been no new developments since it was first announced at D23, there's finally some movement on the She-Hulk TV show, which is in the works for Disney Plus' streaming service, or the Disney Plus streaming service. Um, Marvel Studios has reportedly found the writer to develop the new show or develop the show and lead the writer's room. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Rick and Morty alum Jessica Gao has been uh, chosen to develop She-Hulk for Disney Plus. Among Gao's credits is the Pickle Rick episode of Rick and Morty, which she wrote. Uh, other shows she's worked on include Comedy Central's Corporate and HBO's Silicon Valley. So, for those who are fans of Rick and Morty and have seen the Picklework episode, I've only ever seen the shitty cosplays. <laughs> Congratulations, I guess. I hope it's good. Oh my god. Seems so watch Rick and Morty. I've only seen the shitty cosplays. I love it. <laughs> have you, those cosplays of the Picklework are so disgusting. Mm, yes, that's the word. Revolting. All right, and moving on to things that are better than that. Um, <laughs> More Disney, Disney Plus, Plus reviews, yeah. So Disney Plus releases in just four days. I'm so excited. Um, oh, my God, it is just four days, huh? Anyways. Yeah, so actually, when is that? When is November 12th is a Tuesday. So anyways. It is. When I just stay cooped up watching all the first episodes of every TV show. Have they announced whether or not you can download content I to watch offline? they do good because i have a flight on tuesday so i'm hoping that i can watch the mandalorian anyways go on are you done interrupting yes okay good thank you i meant that i know you're gonna go into something but a little bit about me i have a flight so i don't know if you know shut up maybe <laughs> other people have flights that are listening and they want to know if they can download to the device we'll report it as soon as we find out um, okay, so uh, these all come from IGN. So the world according to Jeff Goldblum, they rated that a 7.6. The world it said the world according to Jeff Goldblum doesn't break new ground, and it excludes a type of imper- impermanent fi- fight flightiness. <laughs> anyway, what does that mean? But it's also an awesome. Or is this even English? Auroboros. <laughs> Constructed of people who enjoy Jeff Goldblum now watching Jeff Goldblum enjoying things they also might enjoy. Anyways, that's who is the, the worst written sentence. Euroboros. Euroboros is that thing that like eats itself. Uh, it all comes back to auto cannibalism. Oh God, <laughs> it's all a big conspiracy theory. It really is. Uh, Matt Fowler, hold on, you've reviewed things before. Hello, Matt Fowler. Do you know English? 
it ex- excludes oh this a type is the of, wait hold on this is only for the first episode let me uh, go back here and and yeah okay it's only the first episode anyways his like little blurb next to the review Jeff Glo- Jeff Goldblum is at his Jeff Goldblumiest in Disney's slight but satisfyingly sanguine study of items that bring joy. That is, he really said. Let me whip out the thesaurus real quick. Anyways, sanguine. Define oh, that no. real quick. Do you know what that means? Uh, I'm still trying to figure out impermanent flightiness. I don't know. Also, not in the. Uh, oh my god, these comments are all roasting the hell out of everyone. I, I guess. Who? I guess they wrote, check out our review, but it's A-R-E instead of O-U-R. So you can type out Euroboros, but you can't (laughs) check out out our review. Anyways, moving on. That was for the first episode. So (laughs) moving down the list here, uh, they've also reviewed Forky Asked a Question, which we actually saw this episode. Yeah, wasn't it like six minutes total? Yeah, they're (laughs) little short short. clips. So this one was rated a nine, and uh, this one's written in good english forky asks a question on disney plus a short but charming slice of the toy story universe with bite-sized episodes that are both funny and educational tony hale's excellent voiceover work as forky mixed with compelling stories make this new pixar animated adventure a must watch forky asks a question on disney plus a funny educational and heartwarming show for kids and adults alike so good good yeah nice, good. nice um lady and the tramp which is a full-length feature film there's a big one here Disney, uh, this one got a 6.8, just like Death Stranding. Disney Plus's Lady and the Tramp makes a few key changes to the original's plot points and characters, but overall it doesn't do too much different to explain why one should choose to watch this version rather than the original animated classic. That said, the remake's pooches are adorable, the story is sweet, and the CG animation of the live-action dogs' faces and bodies works well enough to not challenge the film's reality. Which is unlike The Lion King, obviously. That's my quote. Mm. Um... If you, can, if you can compartmentalize the film's well-intentioned but problematic modernized elements and just focus on the cute dogs, then you'll likely find Disney Plus's remake of Lady and the Tramp a lightweight and engaging distraction to watch at home. And then next to the 6.8, their final words are, Lady and the Tramp isn't as fetching as the original, but families and dog lovers should enjoy this flawed, sweet remake. I'm sure it's fine. It's not like a must-watch, but it's fine. Yeah. So, everyone's going to watch and be like, this was terrible. It's just like, eh. Yeah. So this, um, then the last one here comes from Marvel's, or is for Marvel's Hero Project. Uh, This is just for the first episode. This one got a 7.5. Marvel's Hero Project is a well-intentioned, nicely presented packaging of profiles featuring some uniquely inspiring young warriors willfully making the world a better place. It's not entirely suited for a 30-minute format, and you can often feel the strain, but it's never not uplifting. Marvel's new look at extraordinary kids overcoming odds in the name of positive change is formidable feel-good fuel. I feel like, what do they mean by not entirely suited for 30 minutes? Like it's too short or too long? No, it's too long. Ah, anyways. That, that's the way I took it at least. Uh, I don't know. When I see, you can often feel the strain. It's like they're cutting too much, but I guess, I don't know. Strain, maybe they're stretching it too long. No, I took it as they're stretching too much. Um, I believe you. I could be that's wrong. Fair, that's fair. I could be wrong, but other words. I feel like something could be going on. That's what it is. Anyways, I think that wraps up the hot tops for entertainment. Shall we move into hot tops for gaming? One last thing before we move on past that. um, Okay, we shall. The hot hot tops for entertainment. So talking about Disney Plus, 
it sounds like Disney and Amazon struck a deal, so Disney Plus will be on Amazon Fire Sticks and Fire TVs at launch. Oh, nice. Good for yeah. them. What other devices have been confirmed to work with? Does have we? Is there All a device right. list? Do this. You take uh, the first one here. You don't know too much about it, but that's okay. You take. The I first don't know article. anything about it. <laughs> you okay. know about it. I'll do, uh, I'll look up the devices. You talk about that. Okay. All right. So Nintendo. Uh, this one is the hot tops for gaming now. So Nintendo surprise releases the stretchers for Switch from Little Nightmare developers. This one comes from IGN. So Nintendo has worked with uh, the Little Nightmare developers. Uh, who are Tarsier, Tarsier Studios, and they surprise released this uh, this co-op game called The Stretchers, and it's being described as, like, overcooked, but you're two medics and you drive an ambulance. So... <laughs> what? Yeah, it sounds pretty crazy. So it says The Stretchers has players, quote, take on the role of two medics who must work together to rescue Dizzy's, troubled residents dizzied by the evil mastermind Captain Brains in all <laughs> kinds of wacky ways. Players will drive to each scene in an ambulance, all while breaking through walls, soaring through the sky, and facing other perils along the way. Once at the scene, the two medics must gather all the dizzies on a stretcher or grab them by their limbs and bring them back to the ambulance. Like Overcooked, players must work together in hilarious and undoubtedly comically frustrating ways if they hope to be successful at the disease as the disease last hope. Um, there's some other stuff here. Side missions. It's available now on Nintendo Switch eShop for $19.99. Sounds interesting. We could try it. I mean, we love Overcooked, as stressful as it is. Oh, Overcooked is so stressful. I never. I can't believe we saw... I don't know if you saw them, but there were two people at Comic-Con cosplaying as Overcooked characters. Yes, cute. I did see that. All right, so jumping back real quick, Disney Plus will be available on launch day on desktop web browsers, Android mobile devices, Android TV, Apple TV, Chromebooks, Chromecast, Fire TV, Fire TV uh, Edition Smart TVs, Fire tablets, iPads, iPhones, LG TVs, Samsung TVs, um, Sony PlayStation 4, uh, Sony Smart TVs, Roku players, Roku TV, and Xbox One. I see a glaring omission here, and it's Vizio TVs. But it's fine. I'll just suffer. I mean, it has You have a Chromecast. Chromecast. It has Chromecast installed, I know. But it's nice to be able to browse on the big, the big screen as opposed to on my phone. Oh, boy. Are you done yeah. crying? Yes, actually, I am. Thank you for asking. Speaking of crying, <laughs> who's I, crying? AT and T, like the store. Yes, they had a sale, and they had Apple TV 4Ks on sale for ninety five dollars, down from like one seventy nine or whatever, fifty percent off. Yes, ninety five. Yeah, that sounds right. No, I remember seeing that's the one hundred ninety. Anyways, I don't know. It was fifty percent off. I think it came out to ninety five dollars once it was all said and done. I was all excited. I placed an order so quickly to replace the one downstairs, bring that Did one they upstairs, go on. Huh? Did they cancel it? They canceled my order. <sighs> and let me give you this reasoning. Ready? Mm. This reasoning is the most bullshit reasoning I've ever seen in my life. A lot of anger. Speaking of crying. I was so, so angry. at and where are you? Hello? <laughs> Hello, at and Okay. Oh, you son of a gun. Hold on. Um. Please hold. Please hold while your party is transferred. I'm at oh, it's so joke. funny. I actually um. This mic got some good use besides the podcast. So, uh, at work we were setting up um like a a phone response or whatever. So I had to like set up the actual voice. I was like, you know what? Let me just do this. And it was like, 
Thank you for calling the support team. Please hold while your party is transferred or whatever. Like, and I had to do my whole voice. So now if you call a certain number, which I won't give to anyone, but I'll give to you maybe if you really want. Actually, Ooh, I want to hear it. will ring my phone. <laughs> but it's like, it's me sounding all professional. You should call time. it right now and play it on the speaker. Or on the I have to like look up the number. Hold on. Oh All right, you God. do that. So pretty much what they did, <laughs> uh, Apple TV 4K, Reason. Uh, well, anyway, we canceled some, some or all of your order, blah, 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 blah. Reason, this item flew off our shelves and isn't available anymore. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was so mad. Ugh. Anyways. I'm can't... still shocked at how like stock systems can't keep up in this day I don't and know. age. It's ridiculous. Um. I still haven't looked up what the number is. I have to like go to the website and log in. All right, you do that. So, <laughs> moving down the list of things here, Need for Speed Heat is reviewing. Is reviewing. It's out there. <laughs> it's just reviewing. And a med wrote, not too hot. You know, heat hot. Anyways, I didn't give it an eight. Uh, literally every other outlet said eh. So uh, we've got a quote here from IGN. While Need for this is the IGN episode, if you couldn't tell. Uh, while Need for Speed Heat feels a little more like a mosaic of existing concepts rather than the something, especially trend setting, Ghost has certainly scraped these ideas from some of the most loved games in the now 25 year old series. Heat doesn't always sizzle, but it's definitely much hotter than I'd expected. <laughs> I like the emphasis on the. On the heat words. This is easily the most impressive Need for Speed game in many years. But that bar isn't even that high. So The bar was very low, so <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, every other outlet gave it, like, roughly sevens and sixes. And we're yeah. Like, it's good-ish if you close your eyes. Anyways. Perfect segue into our next game here. What is Need for Speed Heat sitting at on Metacritic? I know this, actually. <laughs> I just looked that up. 73 or 72? Anyways, when you're dumb... Need for Speed Heat? 77. That No, you're looking at a different platform. It's like 72 for PS4, but it's, it's 77 on Xbox. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's 73 on PS4. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You're... You better be. Dang. Drag me. <laughs> uh, Death Stranding, we, we talked about last time. Do you remember what score that was? No. <laughs> it's an 83 on Metacritic. Really? Um, That's way higher yeah. than I imagined. Uh, what else we got here? We got some new Switch games. Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games, Tokyo 2020. I feel like we did this one. No, it came I don't, out on But I don't remember. Uh, 71. Oh, you know what? Maybe we did. No, it's a 69, but... Um, oh, that's different. Because <laughs> I would have made a joke about it. <laughs> hey! <laughs> but I feel like we did, like, it reviewed early. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe. All right, we'll say we'll say it did. It's a bad. True, game. what don't the Funcast it. fans will know. We're not them. We're not true fans. Yeah. So I think that the game. I don't know if it's bad. I think it's just not. I think it's just accessible fine. to everybody. It's one of those games where like kids, I'm sure, will have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Uh, but, with a fun story mode and a ton of mini games, there's a lot to love about Mario and Sonic at the Olympic at the Olympic Games, Tokyo 2020. Game is full of fun facts about the event and history that keep you learning as you play. The map could be better, and there maybe is too much reading involved, but that doesn't take away from the game in any big way. That comes from XGN. XGN? Yeah. Is that like bootleg IGN? The X Games Network. (laughs) Ah, okay. Um, Also, I have the. All right, we got two more Switch games here. New Super Lucky's Tale, which is a port of Super Lucky's Tale from the Xbox 360. Now, if you remember, I don't. Lucky's Tale. Was a launch Oculus game that's a platformer and was like 
I do. I do. Referred to as like the next Mario kind of thing. They ended up, you know, making the game for Xbox as Super Lucky's Tale. And I don't think anybody really asked for it. I didn't ask for it. Uh, so, anyways, so New Super Lucky's Tale great. <laughs> is one of two games that, or three games now, that came from Xbox over to Switch. Uh, Ori, Cuphead, now this. So, what do you think this is at? Let's say 78. 76. You're pretty doing oh, pretty good tonight. So close. Uh God is a geek says New Super Lucky's Tale is the definitive version of the game. It's still a sh- uh, it's still a stripped back platformer, but new content and a revamped camera make it well worth a look. And oh, so it is a little bit like it's not just a direct port. Uh, yeah, there's some new content in there, I believe as well. That's good. Um, Layton's Mystery Journey: Catriel and the Millionaire's Conspiracy Deluxe Edition. This is from the Professor Layton series. I don't know if you played that on DS at all, but... I didn't, but I know what it is. Oh, wow. Um, Good job. I don't know. 84. 74. Ugh. Uh, Nintendo Life gave it a 70, saying a strong puzzle game in its own right, although compared to the highs of its predecessors, it doesn't nearly hold up as well. Even so, the pleasant visuals, wonderful writing, and mostly strong puzzle design make this an easy sell. Even if the occasional missteps in some of the puzzle answers and the lack of compelling new features with this re-release prove to be drawbacks, would give this a recommendation to anybody looking for a slower-paced game. Oh yeah, love that. <laughs> and that still demands a lot of attention. It's an excellent winding down before bed sort of game, and though it might not fully live up to the series' legacy, we're still excited for whatever level five is planning next for Cat. Sure. Yeah. Anyways. Um, anyways, indeed. So I finally I fold. I fold. I pulled the number up. So if you want to hear my my customer service voice at work, do it. Um, but then it'll reveal where I work. It's fine. You can look it up on LinkedIn. It's not that secret. Uh, ready? Thanks for reaching out to the Hivebright support team. Unfortunately, we are currently closed. Please leave a message or send an email to support. Don't don't send an email to me. Who is he? <laughs> Anyways, so that's me. That's my voice. Incredible. Anyways. Disney now Plus will offer unlimited now. mobile downloads for offline viewing. Subscribers can download for up to 10 mobile or tablet devices with no constraints on the number of times a title can be downloaded. Number of titles stored at one time on a device depends on how much storage is available on the device. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Wait, what is this? What's happening? That's Disney Plus. You were asking if you can download movies. Yes, oh, yes, oh, yes. oh, oh, oh. Okay, cool. Mandalorian. All right. Here These last two are little baby ones. Well, The Outer Worlds... Is officially out, obviously. I don't know if we ever really discussed that, but um, I feel like we did. We probably talked about reviews and stuff for it. Um, but it is officially coming to the Switch in 2020. Uh, still no word on a month, I don't believe. Um, but 2K did confirm that it's coming to uh, to Switch. So, exciting stuff. Yeah, um, it was confirmed that it was coming to Switch. It was never confirmed when, and there was a lot of speculation around it coming in 2020. That is now confirmed. Yes. Um I really want to play this game because I've been reading, or I think it was from, I want to say like Kotaku or Polygon, one of those uh, was talking about how it's, uh, I don't remember, someone was like, I'm tired of 100 hour RPGs, like The Outer Worlds is great because it's literally only 20 hours, and that's it, like, you play and you do all the fun side quests and whatnot, and then you're done, you don't have to spend 100 hours like in Skyrim or Red Dead Redemption 2, like doing every single side quest and never finishing, like... We're adults. I don't got time anymore. Give me a quick game. That's all I want. So yeah, I'm I, to agree try this out. I agree I with mean, that. I mean, I don't know. Leave the 
the Elder Scrolls Six, whatever, butt rim to someone else. But butt rim. <laughs> Anyways, listen, it's probably gonna be like they're gonna be like two hundred hours of content and be like next. <laughs> so uh, yeah, the last thing that we have here is Terry Bogard, uh, the newest character for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, is now available. There was a little like session with. Uh, Sakurai, who went through all his different moves. That was like a 45-minute direct. Yeah, of just, like, more <laughs> like, about him. They announced uh, Dark Samus and Richter Belmont uh, Amiibos. Those are coming out, I don't know, I think early next year. Um, and so on. But anyways, what I did see as I was scrounging through IGN for all of this new content, uh, Mitchell Saltzman actually did a review on Terry Bogard, which I've never seen before. Maybe I should just not be looking. specific character? That's so like. Sp- the whole DLC. So uh, the verdict is very interesting. Uh, as much as I've enjoyed all of the DLC characters in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate so far, Terry is the first one that has me seriously considering adopting him as a main. He's versatile, complex, unique, and most importantly, super fun to play. He's an excellent blend of Smash Bros. and traditional 2D fighting games, and even those who don't know he- who he is should give the legendary Hungry Wolf a shot. Um, Hungry Wolf, that's me right now. But then... Oh my god, I'm starving. But then in the bottom, uh, the bottom thing here, he put uh, Terry is one of the most mechanically dense characters in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Also one of the most fun. Nine point oh out of ten. Wow. Oh, I have to, I have to boot up Smash and give it a try. Boot up Smash, download the character, and then turn it back off again. I have played Smash much more than I thought I would. Yeah. Because I usually like. Oh, there's always like when it first comes out, you're so excited, and then it just weans off. Yeah. But I play it fairly often often enough no i agree you do yes so yeah i think that is it this is truly one of our shortest episodes because i feel like we always like oh it's gonna be a short episode slow news week and then we still end up rambling for an hour but we rambled for five whole minutes just doing tongue twisters and here we still are 45 minutes yeah i know slow news week slow news week it's fine so again no episode next week i will be going to disneyland paris Doing fun stuff. Just know. Seeing Eiffel so Tower. Jealous. Eating baguettes. Honestly, I'd be jealous of myself. I'm shocked. I've only been there for less than a month. And like, you want to go to Paris? I'm like, you don't have to ask. Just put me on the plane. I'm there. <laughs> so, should be exciting. Go and follow my Instagram, adventurer.ahmed. I'll be vlogging the whole trip, or most of it at least. Well, make sure you, uh, make sure you I'll kiss bring Mickey you back for a, me. <laughs> kiss French Mickey for you. I'll give you. I'll get. I'll bring you back a souvenir. Don't okay, worry. Thank you. You can bring me back a park map, and I'd be happy. <laughs> That's what I was gonna do. Perfect. You read my mind. Cats out of the bag. Oh my god. All right. This has been episode sixty-four of What the Fun Cast. Thank you all for joining. We will see you in two in, weeks. In two weeks. Wait. No. Two weeks is not Thanksgiving yet. We're good. Yes. We'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> all, right. all right. This is Paul and Ahmed. What the Fun Cast. Signing off. Peace.